When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review. I'm Anthony Totri, joined on this Wednesday by Sean DePaz. Shane Diefenbach has the day <laughs> off, so it's just the we, – we can agree it's the best two hosts are on the show today. I would agree. I would agree. Um I, it's, I feel like it's been happening a lot, a little too much recently. Shane's slacking off a little bit. Yeah, 100%. We we see where his priorities are, and it's, yeah. uh, I guess, a day off. Day off. But, you yeah. know, he, he I'm pretty sure he did do bets today. He did do bets. So, we could, yeah, we can see where his priorities are. Um, should, maybe should have taken a day off of bets because he went 0 for 3 yesterday, and I went 3 Ooh. for 3. Um, so maybe I should have – maybe I should have been on bets and taken a day off, and he should have been here. But, you know – I'm the man of the people. I do what I got to do. Sean DePaz, man of the people. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. Want to start off with probably the the biggest the biggest story of the day is ASU president uh, Michael Crow and athletic director Ray Anderson both had some comments today um, on Arizona Sports 98 FM regarding just ASU athletics. Um, kind of the state specifically of the Arizona State football program. Um, and Sean, I, the the big one to me is is Michael Crow, right? This is the yeah. first we've heard from him really at all uh, in regards to the investigation, to uh, why Herm still has a job. They asked him specifically why Herm still has a job. And I'll read I'll read you the the comments that uh, that really stood out to me, and you can give your your thoughts on that. But he said. In regards to why Coach Edwards still has a job, he said, Coach Edwards has done an outstanding job of upgrading our overall program. Coach Edwards is responsible for the actions of all his people, but these are not things that he asked them to do. These are not things that he was a part of. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like Crow is in kind of an interesting spot where he if he fires Herm, it makes the whole university kind of look bad. So he kind of has to back his guy and be like, "Look, the guy that I that I signed off on, like uh, Herm. I know. I mean, obviously it's Ray's hire, but Crow has to approve it, type thing." Yeah, he's like, "Herm is Herm is our guy," um, 
he didn't do anything wrong. Like he kind of he's kind of in a position where he has to say that Herm didn't do anything wrong. And maybe he maybe he doesn't really know. Like uh, maybe they maybe I mean, first off, maybe Herm doesn't know, which if he doesn't know, that's a red flag in its own right, because you kind of have to know what's going on in your program. But um, I, I like I don't know. I think Crow's kind of in a weird spot. I believe him that Herm probably didn't explicitly ask anybody to break any rules, but he also probably has created a culture in which his coaches thought it was okay to do that. Um, so uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting that Crow has came out and said this so strongly that like, Hey, yeah, Herm's our guy. Herm didn't do anything wrong. But at the same time, I don't know if I expected him to say anything differently. I think the biggest surprise is that he said anything at all, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And the interesting part, aside from, you know, Crow releasing a statement, like you said, is not too long after in the day to day, Sun Devil Source, a very trusted media outlet in regards to ASU Athletics content, uh, released a story saying that that's just wrong, that Herm 100 percent knew what was going on. And in fact, that Herm did participate in several meetings that were not um, sanctioned or allowed in the time period by the NCAA um, that there is, that the NCAA is aware of it and that Crow either two options as to what Crow did today, either he is ignorant in what he said, or he is just straight lying, um, which either, either one of those is not great as the university president like and that and that's what i was talking with about saul today in regards to into asu right let's let's say for a second that herm had no idea what was going on okay what's worse the fact that these you know recruiting violations alleged recruiting violations took place like throughout the program it's not like it was just one coach it was a handful of coaches doing this so what's worse either that that was happening and he knew about it or that it was happening and he didn't know anything about it. I kind of want to say that it, it was happening. He didn't know anything about it. Like, cause it's one, like, I like, listen, cheating is pretty rampant in, in college sports. I highly doubt that ASU was the only school that did this kind of stuff. They're yeah. just one of the ones, the only one that got caught. Um, and so like, uh, I, I don't know. Cause it's like, you want to believe that your, your head coach has control over his program. And knows what's going on, so it's definitely not a good look to see that he to, or to believe that he doesn't, right? Like, but at the same time, you also kind of want to believe that it was just a few rogue agents, and that Herm is still the right guy. Like, if Herm had gotten fired, I would, I would, it wouldn't matter. But now that Herm's here, like, I want to believe that he didn't know and this was just a few things and like, we still have a guy that's not going to be cheating and is going to do his job correctly. But not like you said, neither is really an ideal circumstance. Like you would have rather just no one have broken the rules and Herm yeah. have full control over his program. So it's, it's kind of a damned if you do damned, if you don't, um, nothing about this entire situation is ideal as far as, uh, the program's concerned. I mean, you don't want, you, would rather not be no investigation, obviously. Yeah. So, and the 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 weird thing is, ASU has put itself in a weird spot by keeping yeah. Herm and yes. kind of sending everybody else off. Like, if you yes. can Herm, then you don't have to worry about it. Then you can no, say, exactly. you know what, 
everybody did everybody that was a part of it was a part of it the person that was in charge you know they're responsible for the actions of everybody on their team and i think that sets a that sets a precedent right yeah. that like the university is truly trying to do what's best for the program whereas now you've canned a couple people but you kept the head coach it'd be different if you yeah. kept like a coordinator and the coordinator legitimately had no idea but the odds of your head coach not knowing that his arguably the majority of his coaching staff is violating recruiting allegations or recruiting uh, rules is, is just, it's mind boggling to me. So ASU put itself in this situation. Another yeah. interesting part is what Ray had to say. Ray said a couple interesting things and I want to get your, your take on, I don't have, I don't have the quote pulled up, but said something in regards to ASU now has to, you know, NIL is not going to be a big part of what ASU does moving forward. So they are going to kind of go by the model and the brand of, okay, ASU is going to be building players ready for the NFL as opposed to where the option for NIL deals. Now, my issue with that is, A, ASU doesn't usually have a lot of players in NFL drafts, right? Yeah. At least in top top spots, right? Nikhil Harry is the last, what, first round first round guy? Ayuk, yeah. Or did I go first round or he was second round? But yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. But regardless, so either, regardless, yeah, those two, those NFL two are really the last one. factory. Yeah, and it's like Ray. The way it came off is like he's coining this as his own thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. No, Alabama's done it. Yeah. Alabama's been doing yeah. it. Clemson's doing it. Ohio State's doing it. And not only are they doing it, they are involving nil stuff, and they're kicking your ass in every, in like in everything. Every regard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like it's kind of one of those things where he's like, "This is he has to say that because, like, they they have no other choice. Like, they're in a situation where they have a former NFL coach surrounded by former NFL coaches. Like, that's kind of become Herm's thing. It's like this is an NFL like a former NFL staff basically. And so, what selling? You don't have any other selling point. Not to mention like the whole Jaden thing. Like the NIL, NIL was kind of like the crux of all of the rumors swirling around that." So it doesn't seem like NAL is like bare, like doesn't seem like you're coming to ASU to make a bunch of money off NIL. No. Which is ridiculous to me because they live it's based in Tempe, like in Phoenix, basically, one of the largest cities in the country. ASU is like the biggest show in town in terms of collegiate sports. How are you not make NIL deals here? I don't understand that. But it just kind of seems like Ray's just like look, it just seems like he's trying to sell what ASU has and that it's just a bunch of former NFL coaches. Maybe they can get into the NFL, even though like there are a number of guys that are going to get drafted this year, but none of them are going to be first round picks. So yeah. it's like, sure, Ray, I guess. Thanks. But that doesn't mean anything. Like you saying that, what, why would players believe that? No. Yeah. Like what, what proof do you have to say that this isn't like we're producing NFL players? You're not. Yeah. And then to go off of that, Ray Anderson also adding, saying, quote, we still have lots of confidence that this program is still going to accomplish some things. Yes, we acknowledge we've had some struggles, but overall, we advanced the program. Really? Because have where you, where yeah. where is the advancement? Because the record, yeah. the record, like, is, again, nothing that Todd Graham did not do while he was here. Exactly. Average bowl yeah. games, average win totals, and... If you want to take it a step further, Todd Graham was never investigated for uh, breaking NCAA rules. Exactly. So you could argue that it's it's gone down a level. Yeah. The, like, the only thing that I think is probably increased is, is kind of the expectations. But that doesn't mean anything when you're not meeting those expectations. And now those expectations have dropped. 
Like it's not like because part of the expect the, the expectation was hey maybe they can win the Pac-12 South and compete for a Pac-12 championship last year, and part of that was because the Pac-12 was weaker. Like like the the, the Pac-12 South was kind of up for grabs really, yeah. um, which is not it's that's moving further that's from the not truth. the case like, US, now. Yeah, USC is getting a lot better. Um, Arizona is getting a lot better. Like they're not going to compete for the Pac-12 South this year, but they're getting better. So ASU's window to compete was really last year, and I don't. I think that window's closing, if not closed. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, like you said, how has it improved? They're under investigation. Their investigation seems like it's clearly going to. Like it, it seems like day by day, it's getting moving towards the direction of ASU did something really wrong, and they're going to get in trouble for it. Their quarterback um, left. Exactly. Like, so, yeah, you don't have, you don't know who's going to be your starting quarterback. I your roster know. is weaker than it was last year. Your entire <laughs> coaching staff, except for the head coach, who is the most embattled person, is gone. Like, oh God! What reason do you have to believe that it the program's improving? It's not. Like that's that's Arizona sports released an article saying that the programs are moving in different directions. U of A is getting better. ASU is getting worse. Yeah. What it's like. That's a hundred percent true. I get that it's Ray's job to be like, this is a program that you should be a part of, but that's a, that's a straight up lie. ASU. Yeah. ASU football is not improving. It's that's a hundred percent. And now it's moving backwards. Yeah. That's what I want to wanted to hear as like a rebuttal to that question of like, okay, Ray, like, you say that, you know, they've upgraded, but it wasn't just him. Like Crow, Crow saying that Edwards has done an outstanding job. Not yeah. really. Yeah. What, what's what's comments, outstanding about what he's done? Crow's comments I don't care about because he's the president of the school. He's just like he's his entire job is to make ASU look good. So it's whatever. But Ray is trying to run an athletic program that's trying to win games. And he is like – the football team's not, not doing that. It's, not, <laughs> it's moving in the wrong direction. So I think I expect Ray to be a little more honest. I get that Herms is friend and they've stuck by Ray. And maybe if they known that Jaden was leaving and they were in this situation now at the end of the season, Herm wouldn't still be here. And now they're in a situation where they kind of have to stick with Herm. But come on. Like it's just a lie. It's it's, it's not it's a true. Lie. <laughs> exactly. Like we're just we're just gonna pretend it's like we're gonna pretend everything's okay. Because we're going to go on the radio and we are going to say that everything yeah. is okay. <laughs> but like yeah. in reality, anybody that's followed ASU Athletics since Herm got here has known that it wasn't even necessarily Sun Devil fans who had these expectations, right? It's Ray sat down after hiring Herm and, and before hiring Herm saying, these are the expectations. We yeah, expect that- to compete for you know top spots. We expect to compete for top talent. We expect to be in the conversation for the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 South every year. Okay, those are your expectations. You set those. Now that's on you. Now here mm-hmm. we are four or five years later. Your team's under investigation. You just lost your quarterback. Both your coordinators left. And the ASU athletic program is really a dumpster fire as it sits today. Yeah, and last year, those expectations were realistic. But – this team is not in a position to win next year. They don't have a starting quarterback. They don't know who the starting quarterback. Like I just said, like, this team is a lot worse than it was last year. Not to mention the fact that you have a bunch of uh, you're going to have a very different lineup with a whole new staff of coaches, with the exception of Herm. Yeah, you have new coordinators. You have like these new assistants coming in. All of this stuff. Why? Why should we believe that this team is going to be productive next year? Yeah. Why? There's no reason to. That's a great at question. all. It's 
it's it's frustrating to be an an ASU football fan and have all of these people, Herm, Ray, and Crow, just sit here and be like, everything's fine, everything's gonna be okay. No, it's not. Be honest yes. with us. I would rather I would rather the leadership be honest and be like, look, we're in a tough spot. We're gonna work to get better. Yeah. And work to get back to the expectations that you have and the expectations that we set. But right now they're not in that spot and they're just pretending that they are, which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's tough. And you bring up a lot of good questions as to, you know, the whys. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, we, we could sit here and talk all day about it. We're not going to get the whys. Um, I, I'm really interested because we're going to have former ASU quarterback and former Dallas Cowboys quarterback Rudy Carpenter on the show on Friday. Um, it's somebody who has been pretty outspoken about ASU football, uh, somebody who's you know played for the program. Uh, so excited to hear from him on Friday as to what he has to say about all this. I know he he had some comments in regards to you know Jaden leaving. Um, obviously, he's been in locker rooms, so he can attest to um, that video that was posted in regards to players, you know, kind of trashing Jaden's locker after that. So really looking forward to that interview on Friday. That show will be uh, taking place on our Friday fun day at 1.30. Uh, so if you're listening right now, be sure to set an alarm, a schedule, something so that you could tune in um, and drop your comments for that show. But moving on to to the other side of Arizona State Athletics, because there are some teams that, you know, are either bouncing back or starting their seasons and looking decent. Uh, I want to get into a team getting ready for the postseason. Still got a couple regular season games, uh, but the ASU men's basketball team were a couple days removed from their loss against UCLA in L.A. Uh, they've got Colorado tomorrow night. And obviously the last time that those two, those two schools played wasn't very uh, wasn't too great for ASU, to say the least. Um, what it, just what's your take, you know, a couple days removed from that UCLA game and obviously, you know, 24 hours before ASU tips off against Colorado. Um, it can't be worse than the last time they played. I mean, you say that we, now. We mentioned it on the postgame show. Yeah, I mean, fair. But we mentioned it on the postgame show after the UCLA game. This team is a lot better than they were the last time they played Colorado. It's basically a different team. Um, still don't like the fact that Bobby switched the starting lineup last game. I'm kind of hoping he goes back to um, what it was the last few games where like the three games that they had won. Uh, but um, I don't know. It's it's the, the, the most frustrating thing about this team, other than the kind of false hope that they give you on occasion, is just that you don't know what ASU team you're getting whenever you play them or whenever they show up. You don't know if it's going to be one that's on the entire time or if you see little skirts or if they're just going to not know how to shoot a basketball. That's frustrating. Like I have said on a number of occasions, if ASU is playing where everyone's clicking, they can beat anybody. So if they're shooting well and they're getting to the basket and they're playing as a team and not just throwing up bad shots, I expect ASU to kind of handle Colorado and beat them. I don't want to say easily because Colorado is a solid team, but I think it's a game that they are fully capable of winning. Um, but it's like I said, it just depends on what ASU team shows up. So we'll see. I like the chances, though. Like I said, they're playing much better than they were the last time they played Colorado. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a game um, that's really going to be, you know, a tell-all as to to what this team is going to be like in the Pac-12 tourney. 
Um, if they're able to, you know, go into Colorado tomorrow, get a win, that's a big, that's a big statement win um, in For this sure. conference coming off a loss. Um, and then you, you would have looked at it and okay, their only losses really this, this month or coming into the tourney are a pretty bad loss to Washington, which we yeah. kind of expected given ASU's difficulty, um, Game planning Hope around the zone. zone. Yeah. They simply don't have it. Uh, then their other losses will be to top 25 teams, right? USC, yeah. they split with UCLA. Um, and then obviously the two games against U of A. And yesterday we talked about how close ASU was in all of those games. Or ASU had a, sh- a chance in really all those games except that Washington game. Um, so I think a win tomorrow really just emphasizes that this team is playing its best basketball uh, going into the tournament. Um, funny enough, if you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you try and bet on ASU to do well in the Pac-12 tournament, you simply cannot because <laughs> DraftKings does not think that uh, that ASU stands a chance. It actually only has odds for four teams um, to win the Pac-12 tournament. You've got U of A, I think, was minus like 5,000, like some ridiculous number to win the tourney. Um, and then you can get UCLA, USC, both at plus 5,000. And then Oregon is plus 50,000 um, to wow. win the Pac-12 That's tournament, which I was absolutely – I'm like, I don't think Oregon wins a tourney, but it's almost worth like putting $10. Yeah. Like, it pays like two grand if they end up – like anything can happen in the Pac-12. That's the thing that surprised me. It's a it's a postseason conference tournament. Like look what Oregon State did last year. And you're, you're So, hey, I, there's, like, you, like you texted Shane and I, there's definitely value in those, especially oh, yeah. the USC, UCLA picks. Um, Anything I'm going to be I mean, sleeping good. I'm going to be sleeping yeah. good if somehow it's a USC-UCLA <laughs> like final. I'm going to be sleeping so good. We're going to have so much fun. Uh, but if you want to bet on something you know, not Pac-12 tournament related, there is a great offer in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and it really is too good to pass up. New customers can bet just $1 in any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It really is just that simple. And if you're not a new customer, you could do what Shane, Sean, and myself love to do, and that is same-game parlays. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where you make all the money, especially you got the Suns coming back, the NBA's back to town on Thursday. Um, you could probably get some decent odds on some Suns stuff with Chris Paul not playing. Um, so definitely check everything out there again, download the DraftKings sports pick app. Now it's promo code PHNX. And all you got to do is bet just a dollar on any NBA team. You get $150 in free bets. If they win, that's promo code PHNX, a DraftKings sports book and official sports betting partner of the NBA 21 plus Arizona only gambling prop call 1-800 next step. New customers only a minimum $5 deposit eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sports book for details. Now there's another basketball team in Tempe that uh, is, is pretty good. Just, you know, pretty good. They also pretty, have a game. Pretty solid, yeah. Also have a game tomorrow at home against USC, 5 p.m. tip. Um, we are going to have some representation there. We've got uh, one of our interns that's going to be going to that game and shelling out some some great coverage for us. So I'm looking forward to that. But this is, I feel like, this these last couple games, right? USC... UCLA, um, they're just important to build confidence going into the next part of the season. The expectation is that this, this ASU team, you know, we always joke that, you know, the, the men's team has, you know, we think they'll do something in Vegas. 
Yeah. Uh, but the, the the women's team has, you know, serious, serious actual ability to do something. To believe. Yeah. yeah. Serious reason to believe that this team is actually capable of something in the postseason. If you don't believe us, yes, they've dropped their last three games, uh, but they did beat number 12 U of A almost back to back. It was a four point game at McHale. Uh, so, so in reality, like, what do you want to see in these last two games, aside from a dub from ASU that would give you even more confidence going into a conference tournament? Uh, just to be competitive, especially this USC game. Um, and Charlie is a lot like Bobby in the sense that I don't think she's the kind of coach that's going to let her team really get rattled or lose confidence. Um, but still they, they lost the three straight, technically four if you include the California dumb yeah. uh, forfeit. But um, like, look, like you said, they they beat U of A. They almost beat U of A a second time. That Washington game was really close. I mean, within under a minute, it was, it was a what, two-point game, I think. Yeah. Um, so they're competitive. They're obviously a competitive team. Um, so you just want to see them stay competitive and and keep – kind of the momentum that they have um, going into the tournament. Obviously, like you said, you want to see them win. Um, if they can, if they can get both of these wins, um, would really love to see them kind of get, a, get a big win against UCLA on senior night. Cause when you get wins on special occasions, especially to end the season, that kind of confidence is invaluable. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, you just kind of want to see them carry the momentum, carry that confidence, even if they don't win the games into the tournament, because like you said, Anything can happen in a tournament, and this team actually has the capability to make a splash. They have talent. Jane Lavelle is an absolute baller, like a, a natural scorer, um, but she's not, not the only one on that team, obviously. Um, so you just kind of want to see them keep the momentum going, um, and hopefully they they kind of take that Washington loss, which, like I said, was a super close game, um, even closer than the five points that they lost by or whatever it was. Um, yeah, five points. Um, just show that they're not rattled and keep going. Um, show that they know that they're better than the last three games that they played, um, which I think they are. They think they do. Yeah. I think they know that they're obviously when you beat a team like U of A, um, you know that you're capable you of doing something great. Yeah. And, yeah. and once they get into this tournament, they know that they're capable of hanging with anybody in this conference. Um, and so that's what, that's, that's really it. You just kind of want to see them maintain that confidence, which I think, they'll do and i think charlie does a good job at doing with her her women yeah exactly and i i, I love bobby but like if there's a coach that i trust um, yeah. to get things right especially in a conference tournament or just to close out a season it's charlie turner thord um she's been at asu for so long yeah uh that if there's if there's really anybody that has gotten some state stability at you know at ASU or she's proven herself um, like she doesn't need to go out and win these next two games for anyone to even have faith in what they're going to be able to do yeah, in the conference exactly. tournament. Like Charlie's going to get this team um, where they need to be for tournament time. Uh, but yeah, it should be, I mean, we got tomorrow night between the women's team, the men's team, a lot of great basketball going on. And obviously we'll have a post game show following the men's game tomorrow night, but we are most certainly going to touch yeah. on the ASU women's game against the Trojans in Tempe. Uh, so it'll be a jam-packed post-game show tomorrow night. Also, had intern Emma make us uh, a very fun graphic uh, that I am excited to have <laughs> be tweeted out tomorrow. Uh, oh boy. So Sean hasn't seen it. Shane hasn't seen it yet. But it is 
it's probably one of my favorite so far. <laughs> uh, but the, the last thing I do want to touch on today before we get into our, our fun segment um, is ASU baseball. They had a game last night, beat Nevada three to one, um, started off, you know, they scored in the second inning. They were up 2-0 after the fifth, and then they, they exchanged runs in the sixth. So final of three to one. Um, just your your initial take on ASU baseball, obviously it's still super early in the season, but to start off three and one with a new head coach or manager and then just like some uncertainty um, in the pitching staff, what does it say that this team is able to get off to such a strong start so early? Oh, I mean, it's it's great. I think that the first few games when you get a new coach are so crucial because it's kind of builds that little bit of confidence, right? You don't want to to start off shaky dropping. I mean, if this is flipped and they drop three of their first four. Um, yeah, it's bad. And I mean, their one loss was an extra inning loss to Dixie State. So like it, I mean, if this was hockey, they still would have got a point. <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's awesome to see that that, so far, obviously, this isn't like these aren't the hardest teams that they're going to be playing this year. But that that the Bloomquist era has started strong. That's really all you can ask for. Um, it's just to kind of see that they're they're rolling makes you feel good. And I mean, you talk about a little bit of the questions in the pitching staff. I mean, two of their four games, they've held opponents to only one run. Um, two of the other ones, they've scored at least seven runs. But um, like. You know, it's that's kind of the nature of college baseball, I feel like. But it's good to see that they're winning games and they're winning close games. They're winning. Yeah, they're they're They had the game where they put up 17, what, 17 runs against Dixie State. Um, yeah. And then they had ones two two wins where they've only put up three and they managed to win it. So they're, they're winning different kinds of games. Um, and that that makes you that's got to make you happy to know that on nights when the the pitching staff is struggling, the bats are showing up and and mm-hmm. kind of covering for them a little bit. So. Um, it's good to know that they can win different kinds of games and that they're clearly, um, at least in these four sport games, vibing with with Coach Bloomquist. Yeah, and they rounded out, like you mentioned, that Dixie State series 17-8 to eight on Sunday. And I wrote about it. But that those 17 runs in just their third game of the season is more runs in a single game than ASU scored all of last season in any wow. game. Uh, so good to see that, you know, the bats sure. are cracking early on. Like you said, they're winning these close games. Uh, they do have a three game homestand against uh, BYU starting tomorrow night. Uh, so ASU athletics, man, they are jam packed yeah. on Thursday. Got a lot of great stuff. And in reality, if you want to be the pessimist like I am on the show, uh, three games that gives you I mean, someone's bound to win. Right, yeah. like, and you can you can bet on ASU baseball on DraftKings. They do have college. Really, baseball. I didn't even know yeah. that. Yep, yeah, we had to mention it on bets yesterday. They were favorites in the the game against Nevada. I think they were plus one sixty five or something like that. So you you really? can get odds on on college baseball games. So hey, maybe you were talking about the the parlays earlier. If you're really if you're really feeling ASU, you know, maybe three way parlay with all the ASU night. team. You know, I mean, actually, you can't bet on women's basketball. I don't think, but. um no. You can, but it's not every game. Oh, okay, okay. So you know, at, at the very least, you're gonna get the odds for the men's game and the and the baseball game. So I might have to take maybe that make BYU a little money game. on ASU. Yeah, ASU. I, you know, either that ASU or baseball. I, yeah, I feel confident. I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you did a little, uh, you know, ASU 
baseball to win, basketball to lose type thing. But you know, <laughs> is this is this going to be your bet for tomorrow? Or we're not calling it yet. I'm not calling. I got to sleep on it. Let me think about uh, it. <laughs> we'll let you sleep on it. 100. Let you sleep on it. Uh, but yeah, most certainly a lot of a lot of games tomorrow. A lot to discuss tomorrow. Catch it all on our ASU post game show following the ASU men's basketball game. But we're going to have some great written content going out as well. Um, also, we've got just not just the ASU side of things, but the Coyotes. I know they're taking a trip down to Tucson to have some great content this weekend. Mm-hmm. The Suns, they're going to they've got stuff kicking off again after the All-Star break here starting on Thursday. So this is the time if there was ever to sign up at gophnx.com today become a member of the family you're going to get either a free t-shirt from the phnx locker or your first month for just 50 cents just for signing up i know both of us have ordered some great merch that is on the way i'm super super excited for that point god shirt to get here so i can rock that it's it's kind of a bummer that i'm going to be rocking it and cp3 is not going to be playing for like two months but but it's going to look real good in the, in the, the playoffs exactly exactly we we'll wear it while he's on the bench, so it's almost like he's out there, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like if enough people are repping that that point guard shirt, it's almost like he's there in spirit, the Holy spirit. spirit, point guard CP3. Nobody else. As, as Shane school. would say, I went to Catholic school. As Shane would say, our God is an awesome God. Yeah, that up in <laughs> up in Buffalo, St. Francis High School. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a private school boy. The two cutest hosts both went to uh, Catholic school coincidence i think not where you at shane where you at at? (laughs) (laughs) if you want to get some great merch just like us and everybody else here at phnx still 20 percent off sun shirts for members which i am shocked that this deal is still going on because quite literally the suns have the best shirts out of any on the phnx website so legit if there was an offer to take advantage of this is the one yeah Um, just go buy all of them i mean it makes the most sense and they're pretty that's, cheap shirts. That's economics for you. Yeah, they're, honestly, for especially I'll for how nice they are. Economics. Yeah, I'm no, bad. I was joking. I don't know anything about economics. <laughs> but look, we could still tell you what a good deal is. The twenty yeah, percent exactly. off such shirts for members is a good deal. Again, go to phnx.com today. Become a member. You're going to get either that free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for just fifty cents, just for signing up. Sean, the last thing I want to touch on today. I know we have gone through kind of a gauntlet of asu athletics yeah. today uh but there are a couple former sun devils two specifically um that are c- furthering their career two football guys the usfl um had i believe their was it their entire draft today um i don't fully understand how their draft is working through. no it's not it's not the entire draft they have da- draft okay. days based on position so there are the rounds okay. are different and positions. you can pass you can pass on picks it's weird. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like, I did not know that. Yeah, like you could pass on picks. Um, yeah, the, so the first day of the Mitchell, draft was yesterday. Oh, okay, got you. They're on round 35. Um, yeah. Mitchell Fraboni, ASU long snapper. He was selected. Oh, man. Where did he get selected to? What is this logo? Uh, that's the, that's the thing. That's the Pittsburgh, Ma- the Pittsburgh Maulers. That's what it is. The Pittsburgh Maulers. Okay. Pittsburgh Maulers. Very, yeah, drafted round thirty-five, pick six overall. Wow. I want to. That's the, the final. That, 
the yeah round two round 35 is the, is the i think it's the last round that's the, when the long snappers got drafted so he's i <laughs> guess the guys. sixth best free agent long snapper available. oh my god and then you got christian sam who has been playing football a long time this guy was a junior when i first got to asu um way back when and great guy great interview uh really just a real good dude he got selected um in round six of the usfl draft uh, by the Tampa Bay Bandits. No, so he is going to pick go six in round 21. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. Round yeah. Six, I'm looking at his NFL draft. Yeah. <laughs> he was round selected 21. back in 2018. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Uh, that was round six. Uh, but yeah, so he he's making the transition to the USFL. Good for him. Um, and in spirit of the what, fourth, fifth, sixth random football league that has started up that we yeah. Probably not last too long because if history tells us anything, the NFL uh, kind of supersedes it all. I'm curious to see which um, which USFL team you like the most, which has the best unis, the best logo, best name. Like if you had to root for a team, where are you going? And I kind of honestly, I changed my answer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you go ahead. What was your answer? Okay. I was going to initially go with the Gamblers of Houston. Yeah. Because, like, that's just, you know, at heart, that's what we are as generous. The Houston Gamblers, like, that, that, I love the name. And in 2022, makes sense. Like, come on now. Uh, but after looking at the unis, the New Orleans Breakers. Oh, you bastard. I love the blue, dude. <laughs> that is I love so the, clean. It's the icy. wave logo. It, it oh is my very, gosh. very clean. No, I do love the New Orleans Breakers jerseys. Um, one of these teams I cannot root for. I'm trying to figure out who it is because they are um, coached by Kevin Sumlin. The Houston, oh, it's actually the Houston Gamblers are coached by Gamblers? Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, so I'm not rooting for the Houston God. Gamblers. Um, you stole my pick. With I'm the sorry. Packers. And since we, I want to spread the love. <laughs> True. Yeah, I want to <laughs> spread the love. I don't want to. Um, you know, we gotta we gotta root for different teams, so it's more interesting okay. when we, okay. we listen. The Tampa Bay Bandits have probably my favorite logo. Okay. They got like the 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 bandit riding on the horse. It goes yep. pretty hard, but the red and black is kind of boring. Um, a lot of these unis look like somebody threw up a Crayola sixty four pack and like just whatever stuck was what they went bit. with. <laughs> I'm gonna go my official. Favorite team. Wait, wait, I gotta. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sean DePaz <laughs> is rooting for which USFL team? Jeff Fisher, head coach Jeff Fisher, <laughs> and the Michigan Panthers. Oh my God! I have to. You know, I'm a big fan of Jeff Fisher. Uh, their their colors and jerseys are kind of awful. They have like a weird gold, red, light blue combo that I really do not like at all. Um, but I'm rooting for Jeff Fisher to be successful. You know what's crazy? I'm going with the Michigan Panthers. What's that? What blows my mind, right? USFL, bunch of new teams. I would argue that every single one of these team names is better than what Washington came up with for the NFL. I 100% agree with you. 100% agree with <laughs> Like every single one, kind of good. Even the New I mean, Jersey the, Generals works. 
Yeah, the Generals, the Philadelphia Stars is kind of lame. I'll say that. But yeah. like Gamblers, Maulers, Breakers. Breakers, breakers go so hard. New Orleans it definitely goes. has the best branding by far, yeah, I think. 100%. The Waves, the Blues, the Breakers is dope. It's all dope. Um, I really regret letting you go first. Um, if but... you've learned anything from this show, it's never let me go first because I will probably take your pick. Yeah, I, I know I should have. Damn it! But whatever. I'm I'm still rooting for Jeff Fisher. But if I'm buying a jersey, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a New Orleans Breakers jersey. <laughs> so you're I'll definitely showing up to the Michigan Panthers game in a Breakers jersey. Mm, I'll show up as a fan. I'll just wear the like the shield, just like the, the USFL logo. Let's have the the PHNX well, level show take a trip. Interestingly, all the games are playing being played in Mobile, Alabama. So maybe Shane can show us around because he spent so much time. Run there. it back. Oh, Shane gonna run it back in Mobile. In Mobile, jeez, I don't know if he oh wants to. Oh my gosh! And I'm not. Shane was out in Mobile, um, you know, a couple weeks ago for the the Senior Bowl. Got some great content. There were uh, Rashad White was out there doing some good mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put too much out there yet because I I you know from my understanding it's pretty official, but we've got a very 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 spicy interview um lined up for for march 8th tentatively i'm not gonna say who yet i'm not gonna say the time yet uh just know that we have got some phenomenal stuff in the works before march 8th as well like i said we've got rudy carpenter he'll be on the show this friday at 1 30 been in touch with some asu football and basketball recruits looks like we'll get those guys on here in the next couple of weeks as well um, i think we're so- gonna own the month of march I, th- I think we are too, and I'm I'm like, pretty pretty confident in what we've been able to do in February, and yeah. I think March is gonna be uh, March is gonna be the next level, man. I think we might be like the Cincinnati Bengals of really of PHNX. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, we kind of came we, out of we, nowhere, low key, and now we're we're, we're kind of running it. We this you know what <laughs> we did do a fun topic today, but I I low key. I want to do one more. All right. So I, I like where this we've is going. Got, you see where this is going? Yeah. Okay. So if we're the Cincinnati Bengals of PHNX, we've got Coyotes, Suns, Cards, uh, all these other groups, Diamondbacks. Which one, like, what is their equivalent to an NFL team? Cardinals obviously gets cards, so we don't got to do that. Yeah. But Suns, Yotes, D-backs, and U of A. Okay. Uh, what are you assigning those guys we'll start with yotes you pick yours and then i'll pick mine um i am honestly i'm gonna go with the buffalo bills and the only reason I'm really going with the, buffalo, uh, the only reason i'm going with the buffalo bills well there's a couple of reasons a i'm the producer for that show i've got love for that show i've got love for the bills but i i'm gonna i have to i have to jump to my my son's pick real quick only because it's okay. why i'm choosing the bills the Suns are the chiefs they're just kind wow. of dominant they're they're running it right like low key, but yeah. um, the the Yotes I feel like in quality wise are like right there. But you know the Chiefs have been doing it a little longer. They 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 they, I guess number wise they get they get a couple more viewers type thing. So it's it's like one A one B for me. Chiefs Bills. Okay. The, okay. You know that that's what that's why I have to go with the Bills for I the got Yotes. It. I Chiefs got for it. the Suns. I like the Bills pick for the Yotes. I like it because you. you know they're they're covering a team right now that's. Not doing great. Not doing them really any favors. <laughs> However, I you but can argue that that excited. team 
Exactly. There's reason to be excited. That team, just that group, you included, has got a lot of talent uh, across the board, a lot of great stuff. So that is definitely uh, a a good comp for a team that, you know, could be very dangerous. BRB, I I Photoshop Leah's head onto Josh Allen's body. Oh, my God. I'm I'm here. (laughs) And Craig is is digs and just so forth. For the Suns, dude, I'm going to go give me the Rams. Kind of for the okay. same reason that you Super Bowl did chance. the Chiefs, right? Yeah, makes they're, sense. They're, they're on top of the world right now. They've got a lot of dominant pieces. But, you know, what, what happens, you know, when all these other teams start to show up? We saw they almost gave way to the Bucks in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's some breaking news here at, at, at the Sun Devil Show or at the Cards or, you know, all these other shows, they're going to be chomping at the bit. Anytime they can see the ramps. So I don't know. Can they keep all the pieces? Can they keep all the pieces point. happy? No, they, they, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a lot of personality. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of personality on that show. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But who who's your pick in the comp for the D-backs? The D-backs are hard because, you know, they're in their off season right now. So we haven't gotten to see them at their full potential But we know the talent's there with Derek. We know the talent's there. I'm just trying to think of a team that fits that that mold. Low key, like low key, the Diamondbacks. No, no, I was gonna say they're the Cardinals, but it's a little disrespectful because (laughs) Cardinals are are kind of frauds. Um, I'm gonna go with, and I have to explain this because it's gonna sound really disrespectful at first. But my reasoning is. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no. (laughs) But because I'm comparing the offseason to their Urban Meyer era, and it's just like when you have their situation right now, you know, what are you going to do? Because, like, they're in the middle of a lockout. The Jags had Urban Meyer, but they have talent. You know, they have ETN, and they have have Trevor Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence. which is uh, Derek and Jesse. So once they get back to the regular season and they have a real coach slash real baseball I think they're just going to thrive, you know? So, um, which is not to say that they're not already because the Diamondback show is, is amazing. Um, but I think once they get to their, once they have the ability to show what they're all about on a, on a large scale, they're going to, they're going to rock. So okay. that's why I'm saying the Jags, not because the Jags are terrible. The D-back show is not, I need to emphasize that. Um, but, you know, I, like I just, it. the potential is there. Because, like you know, they haven't even hit their full stride yet. Okay, good reason. I'm going to go I'm going to go the Denver Broncos. Now, hear me out. This team, Denver, has got just about every piece that you could want in a team except a quarterback. Now, I'm equating the quarterback position for these guys. Is the sport actually taking place? We have no idea when that is going to actually happen. Derek, uh, we talked a little bit on the, the Phoenix Sports Pod today that he doesn't think spring training is actually going to happen yeah. uh, just because of where they're at in the lockout and the CBA conversation. Uh, but this this P, this team is literally a quarterback away from competing with everybody else. All the talent is there on the defensive side of the ball. Like I love Derek. I love Jesse. Mac is phenomenal at what she does. So like just, just waiting for that, you know, that one superstar piece, which is hear me out. The D backs 
of D-back show is the Buffalo Bills. Because if it wasn't for the fact that the league has some stupid rule that they can't get to win, oh, no. <laughs> they would be absolutely thriving right now, right? If, yeah. if the NFL could change their goddamn overtime rules, and if the MLB could, I don't know, play baseball, they yeah. would be on a – they would just be, you know – They could be champs. The um, they could be champs, champs, but the league can't get their shit together, and so now they have to suffer because of it. Um, Unlucky. So, our last our last comp is the team down south. As much as U of A is what it is, and Tucson is what it is. Um, we live rent free in the minds of everybody down there, all forty people, um, including Mike Luke. <laughs> so who would you say is your cop to uh, the Wildcat squad that we got? I'm going to say, since we're the Bengals, I'm just going to say the rest of the NFC North, like all three of them, <laughs> just three real estate. Um, you know, the only thing that slows down most of the, the three teams in the NFC, the NFC or the AFC North, excuse me, is um, injuries, right? Like, yep. you know, it's when Azul Tabellis was hurt earlier in the year kind of sucked um you know that's there you know lamar or whenever ben roethlisberger's arm falls off because he's 80 years old or baker tears his labrum like it's just injury that slows them down but you know they're not they're not us you know they're not they're not they're not joe burrow and the cincinnati Bengals. but you know and we we, like you said we live rent free in their heads so they're They're just the afc north with the exception of the cincinnati Bengals. i'm gonna go with the Packers because okay. they're a solid team, but my God, they just can't win the big one. <laughs> like, just, I love they, they, that. They, I love like, that. Everybody at the playoffs live in their head rent free, yeah. which we are a hundred percent going to see it come March madness. You yeah. could be as good as they want in the tourney. Wasn't too long ago that they had the best big man in the nation in Deandre Ayton. And they choked away their chance at a championship that year. Uh, That's what they do. They're good in the regular season. But guess what? Nobody cares if you're good in the regular season. A-Rod, a.k.a. Mike (laughs) Luke. Let's see you put up in the postseason. And I'm sure we'll have this debate a little bit further at the lovely Excalibur Hotel in Las Vegas. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's I I feel like that's my comp for them is they're, they're the Green Bay Packers. And who knows? The Green Bay Packers choking the playoffs. The Denver Broncos are a quarterback away. Could we see? Could we see? You know, maybe a little, a little swap there. Could could A Rod be a Bronco? Right. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, maybe it's we'll, match made we'll in heaven. Time will tell. A hundred percent. Any final thoughts today, Sean? No. Hopefully, ASU has a big day tomorrow. But just like, just like uh, U of A, time will tell time will tell well thank you guys so much for listening to today's show again thursday night we're gonna have a jam-packed post-game show asu men's hoops against colorado the women's team at home against usc and then obviously the baseball squad has byu at home as well so a lot to discuss tomorrow friday again rudy carpenter joining the show that's gonna be a great time um but before we get to those, be sure to follow us on social at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow my man Sean at Sean underscore DePause. You can follow me at underscore Toetree. And you know what? Don't follow Shane until he gets his ass back on this show. <laughs> but for now, <laughs> peace.